Hey there, friends. It's Nick. It's episode 276 of the Story Hacker podcast. Hello, how are you? Are you well? I'm good. And I just want to say thank you because this is a Saturday episode. And these are the ones that I don't put out on social media. So I'm going to assume that you're a subscriber. I just want to say thank you so much. The kind of subscriber numbers are the heartbeat of this whole thing. You know, you're the guys that keep me... um, keep me motivated because you come back and listen every day and it's so it's such a privilege to be able to speak to you but I'm not going to take up too much of your time today because it is Saturday and um, but I want to talk about this walk I just went on because I, I I the place where I live gosh it's early in the morning the place where I live backs onto this nursery and these woods so the nursery is not the kind of screamy loud kind of nursery <laughs> It's a tree nursery. So when we walk through to the woods, we walk through this um, footpath through the nursery. And funnily enough, it's a place, I think I mentioned this before, it's a place where I worked 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago. And um, every time I go through it, I'm reminded about the importance of moving forward, pushing our, our businesses forward and being ready for things before we need to be ready for things. So I'm sure all over the country during this time of um, COVID and lockdown and whatever, I'm sure that there are tree nurseries all over the place who are really struggling, really in trouble. And um, I'm, I don't think that the one next to me is. And the reason is because they have consistently, over the past 30 years, pushed forward the kind of the technolo- technology they use to do their job. Now, you wouldn't think that the way we grow trees has changed much in 30 years. But let me tell you why it has. You know, 30 years ago, I used to I used to walk five miles from where I was living then to this place, get there at seven o'clock, and I'd be given a list. I and my team would be given a list of all the trees we had to get. So, you know, you'd hope that they would be small, but it would depend. Some of them being grown on for months or even years. You know, this place, quite prestigious and... Um, you know, we used to dig up trees that were going to like Prince Charles's estate and that kind of thing, you know. Um, so it mattered. And what when I say dig up, I literally mean that we would go and dig them out of the ground. And then we'd have to kind of use we had like these squares of hessian sacking that we'd use to tie around the roots to try and protect the root ball and, and keep the soil on the roots while they were being transported. So you can imagine, you know, this is really, really labor intensive and um hard work and i friends it's the closest i've ever been to a bronzed god <laughs> that spring and that summer because i was doing all this exercise and i was out in all weathers and um now as i've discussed before i look a bit more like buddha <laughs> but at least i have buddha's little smile don't you just love that little enigmatic smile that buddha always has anyway that's a bit of an aside so when i walk through now what I see is how much things have changed. Uh, so to give you two two quick examples, one is every tree in that nursery is individually watered, right? Every tree is is on the end of a sprinkler, effectively, and they can they can turn on a tap depending on the weather, and they can water the whole nursery from a central location. Now think about the infrastructure required to get to that place. And think about the value that it's given them because they're losing so many less trees. The trees they ship are in so much better condition because they have had 
they've had not they haven't had to rely on nature to keep them watered and if you think about what's going on what's happened in the UK in the last two 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 and a half months where the weather's just been outstanding what a difference that's made if they didn't have that system in place I would think that 70-80% of their trees would be in trouble now the other massive massive changes is the trees are no longer in the ground they're in bags now some of these bags can be a meter square you know they can be serious but most of them are the kind of bags that you could pick up you and I could pick up or we could pick pick a bigger one up together and just load it straight on so I guess my point is it's a really simple one but these guys they brought in these systems before they needed them and right now they are reaping the rewards of having trees that are healthy and trees that are easy to to pick up and move and it's a bit like you know when I was running the agency you know switching over gradually through the years to things that made life easier more flexible you know and at some point I'm, I'm guessing I'm hoping that you work on a laptop right you don't work on a desktop anymore and at some point you made that switch and thank goodness you did given the situation thank goodness you did and um, you know we made that switch as an agency back in I think it's 99 or 2000 I can't quite remember but very early in the 2000s you know, and I used to have, for years and years, I had these massive desktops, which were really, well, they had to sit on the floor. They were so big. And that movement to a laptop released something. So my question is for you on this Saturday, what's the next thing you need to do? Because even though, even though it feels like life is incrementally getting back to normal and the lockdown is incrementally li lifting... I think we need to be, as business people, we need to be practical, we need to be sensible, and we need to understand that actually things from a business point of view are probably going to get worse before they get better. And the businesses that, that do well on the other side of this will be the ones that have invested. They'll be the ones that put their stuff in bags and have them on the end of an individual hose or whatever. So my question is for you, can you take a few minutes to think about where the where the business is going? What are your competitors doing? What are the opportunities? Not the fires that are right in front of you, but the three-month view, the six-month view, the 12-month view. Because, you know, in three months it's going to be here, in six months it's going to be here, in a year it's going to be here. And where do we want to be to be ready to take advantage of what will be, I'm sure, an upswing? But we want to get there in the best possible shape we can. So just taking a few minutes to think about that. Go for a walk, walk through a tree nursery. <laughs> because that's the kind of thing that can really inspire us to think about our business in a more long-term way. Talking of long-term, we've now reached seven minutes. I thought this was gonna be shorter, but thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. And um, there'll be another subscriber-only podcast tomorrow. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.